Hello, and welcome to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast, part of the SB Nation family. I'm your host, Brendan Ertel, and you can find my Saints articles on Canal Street Chronicles as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertel. Hoodat Saints fans, and welcome back to a new episode of the Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Earl, and we're a couple hours removed from the NFL trade deadline. We had lots of talk, but not a lot of trades. There were a whole bunch of rumors floating around today, and so many potential deals to be done. But today, we we only actually had one official trade complete, and that was the Los Angeles Rams sending Aqib Tlaib in a fifth-round pick to the Miami Dolphins, essentially... A salary dump for the Rams because they didn't want his salary on the team any longer. So it was essentially an NBA type deal where they send off a player they don't use anymore and to get rid of that cap space, potentially for another deal. They didn't make any more deals just to get a little bit under that cap for them. Before we get into all the rumors and tea around the league, earlier on in the morning, the Saints were shopping Ken Crawley and they said if they couldn't find a suitor for his abilities, they would have waived him and that's what they ended up doing they couldn't find anyone among the league who was interested in Ken Crawley or they didn't field any good enough offers so they just decided to waive Ken Crawley and then move on from him and I don't think there's any Saints fans sad to see him go even though he filled in the Minnesota Miracle Year and actually low-key played pretty well but he's been a low since that moment but it was pretty well known around the league that the Saints were calling teams expressing interest in pass catchers they talked to many teams about potentially trading for one of these top flight guys like Robbie Anderson or Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders was the main name floating around Saints Twitter, but he ended up getting they ended up getting outbid for his services by the San Francisco 49ers, who traded two draft picks, and that was clear the Saints didn't want to send off two draft picks, only with only having five in total. So across Emmanuel Sanders off their list, earlier on that day though, the Patriots traded a second-round pick for Hamid Sanu, which many thought was overpaying, but they set the market for the wide receiver and made it harder for the Saints to land another pass catcher. After Sanders and Sanu were taken off the board, some of the names for the Saints they were looking at, they were linked to Tyler Eifert pretty often. They wanted another pass catcher, and they see Tyler Eifert as like a slot, big slot role and a red zone threat. Couldn't get a deal done with him, but Robbie Anderson was also a name thrown out there. It was reported they didn't have any interest in him. I can understand why. He doesn't really fit the slot role that they need, the hole that they need in the slot. Austin Carr's there now. Keith Kirkwood will be back later, but they need help there now. But the rumor of the day for the Saints was the Saints were actually talking to the Cincinnati Bengals for A.J. Green. That was not a rumor. That happened. That was reported. That happened. Sean Payton, the front office, was pressing the Bengals hard for A.J. Green. And that's not a rumor. Earlier on that day, the Bengals benched Andy Dalton for the rookie Brian Finley. So many thought after they did that, maybe AJ Green and Tyler Eifert will become available because they're almost in tank mode. Because Andy Dalton's actually had a pretty good season. He's fourth in the NFL in passing yards. He's got 2,252. So it's not his fault. The team's 0-8. So the Saints and pretty much the rest of the league saw that as, hey, we're ready for business. You guys can come send your offers. But that still wasn't the case for the GM, Mike Brown. He made it seem like 
they were open for business, but really they weren't. They were never really accepting, didn't really budge in a deal ever. They were on the phones a lot with the Bengals. This is a rumor, but it was rumored that they offered a second and third round pick, which isn't a bad deal for A.J. Green, but still, it's it confuses me why the Bengals wouldn't take the offer. It confuses me why they wouldn't take any offer, because he's on the last year of his deal. There's only eight games left in the season. They're clearly not in playoff contention, so why not take a deal and get something out of him because he's just going to walk in free agency. He's not going to resign there. He hasn't won anything there. So if I was the GM of the Bengals, I would have shipped him away, especially to the, a team in the NFC, so they won't have to play him maybe later on in the AFC. Even Adam Schefter went live and reported the Saints were negotiating with the with the Bengals, but they just wouldn't budge. He said they wouldn't budge on a deal. They weren't being cooperative or anything. They wanted to keep A.J. Green and this is a quote from Mike Brown. He said, it's not my job to improve other teams. But if I'm him, I'm improving my team by trading A.J. Greenaway and acquiring later assets like a second, third round pick to help my team rebuild because clearly something's not working there. But at the end of the day, the Saints couldn't acquire a wide receiver before the deadline. But maybe that's a good thing. Again, the Saints only have five draft picks coming up this year, a first they don't have a second because they traded that to move up to get Eric McCoy, and they have a third, and they have the rest of the draft from there on out. One of the strongest rumors I heard from the Saints were that they were talking a lot with the Bengals for Tyler Eifert. So either way, they just ran to the wrong team. They ran to a stubborn team that just didn't want to trade away their players, even when they're 0-8. So for the Saints, they just ran to a stubborn team, and the wide receiver market for the for trade just it was too high for the Saints the price was too high they didn't want to trade multiple draft picks that they didn't have to because that they have such little assets later in this year's draft at the end of the day I think it's a win for the Saints they don't overpay for wide receiver that would just later on walk in free agency because they couldn't pay him but what that shows me is that the Saints actually have confidence in the guys they have in their building for example they haven't had Traquan Smith since week two and they haven't had Keith Kirkwood at all this season and they've both shown flashes of maybe being that slot position role that they need. It's rumored from Canal Street Chronicles analyst John Hendricks that Traquan Smith and Keith Kirkwood both could return by the Thanksgiving game against the Falcons. So that would be huge for the Saints. And also, they should be returning Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara after the bye week to welcome the Atlanta Falcons in the Dome. It's officially Falcons Hate Week, so make sure to get all those Falcons tweets out this week. And hopefully we crush them in the Dome this week. Our final news of the day, the Saints re-signed Lil' Jordan Humphreys to the practice squad. So with the corresponding move to the wave of Ken Crawley, they re-signed Lil' Jordan Humphreys. They promoted Kershawn Hogan earlier on in the week, and he played in the game against the Cardinals after they cut Lil' Jordan. So maybe just trying to try out some guys in that slot role. Um, they've had Hogan and... Humphrey in that more of that blocking position, like that Brandon Coleman type role. So they're really needing for a pass catcher. So as soon as the Jared Cook and Kamara and Traquan Smith and Kicker would come back, we'll definitely see a boost in the offense. So overall, a boring deadline, but I think that's a good thing for the Saints because they didn't have to overpay for someone that would have walked in free agency anyways. The focus now turns to Atlanta Falcons. Next week, they have a bye this week. So focusing up on resting and getting these players back healthy, the Saints believe they have a Super Bowl team inside the building, and I do too. 
that pretty much wraps up, wraps up this quick episode. Just wanted to let you guys know on the rumors and some of the things that happens today in the sports world. So make sure if you guys have any questions, please hit me up on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertl. I appreciate you guys always, and thanks for tuning in. Hoodah.